Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked and Binging with your host, Drea. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about the HBO Max series, The White Lotus. But before we get into that, I want to know, how has your week been? Have you been manifesting all your dreams and everything to come true in your life? Is it working? I'm trying my best to manifest. It's very hard. I want it to work. Therefore, it will work. So manifest your dreams today. Don't know why I'm acting like this was a commercial because it's not. But yes, this week we are talking about the HBO Max series, The White Lotus. If you have not heard of or seen The White Lotus, this is the description of the show. An all-star cast head to a resort and unleash their worst, most privileged impulses. The series is a sharp social satire following the exploits of various guests and employees of the fictional White Lotus resort chain, whose stay becomes affected by their various dysfunctions. A week in the life of vacationers is unraveled as they relax and rejuvenate in paradise. With each passing day, a darker complexity emerges in the picture-perfect traveler. The hotel's cheerful employees and the idyllic locale itself as we enter the white lotus they the second season they arrive on a boat again we first meet these characters it's a dad and a son and a grandpa the dad there's something off about him but you know he obviously has caused friction in his marriage which is the reason why it's just him his son and his father so they arrive there he catches a glimpse of these two females then we bring a reoccurring character tanya she comes with her assistant her husband actually is meeting her there so she comes with her assistant that turns out to be a problem because um tanya's husband greg is wondering why the hell did you bring your assistant you're not supposed to be working on vacation because we have vacation he seems very controlling in this second season and it's like insane because she fell in love with him because it seemed like he he wanted to actually be with her in the first season he apparently was sick and dying and then i guess like that wasn't happening anymore so then he became stuck with her and they got married and she was like obsessed with him to a point like actually kind of crazy so he plans this vacation this time so that they can have a break get away from day-to-day life and um apparently he has a job now she is again filthy rich she's very very rich he has a job there is a problem with his job apparently that he has to leave and go to work she's like are you fucking kidding me like we came on this damn trip like why are you leaving like you wanted to come here so he's like well i have to get my job because you made me sign a prenup and if we don't work out then i get nothing and that first of all that's that's insane but i mean she wasn't dumb because at the same time like again when you're getting married to somebody who's filthy rich how are they supposed to know if you love them for them or if you love them for their money and what they can do for you we don't know so tanya being tanya she's just like you know what greg okay whatever (laughs) 
one of the main relationships is the one between Tanya and Greg. Greg is like, um, he likes her. I wouldn't say that he loves her. Tanya, she loves him, but I'm sure that she thinks through the whole time that there's something amiss. Um, when they get there, Greg, Greg wants, like, you know, he wants to be there, I guess, but at the same time, he rushes out. He tells her, like, I have to go back. I have to do this and go to work. And she's like, why don't you just quit your job? Now, she's rich. He's not. He signed a prenup, so God forbid they didn't work out. He was not going to get anything, you know? So she's like, yeah, you can just quit your job. And he's just like, I can't quit my job. I can't do that. So that is a whole problem. Another problem is that Tanya, even though she went on vacation, she decided to bring her assistant with her, Patricia. And she says, thank God that I did because I'd be here by myself because Greg just leaves. And that is a whole situation within itself is that Greg decides it's okay for him to leave after he just basically was like, oh, we should definitely go to Spain. I believe they went. Was it Spain? It was somewhere like that. So yeah, that's one group that is just outrageous. Then we meet Harper and Ethan who came with Cameron and Daphne. Cameron is the very rich man who invites them to come and enjoy like the good life because they're newly rich. And Daphne puts in her two cents every couple of conversations and Harper is not feeling them. She does not like them at all, it seems. Like she's just very annoyed by them. They don't have the any idea of what's going on in the outside world they just are in their own little bubble and what what's going on in their lives and that's all that matters and harper doesn't understand that so at one scene she does say um i can't do something um she can't do something or relax or whatever the case may be she's like you know with all oh no no about kids bringing kids into the world she's like i can't even imagine i can't bring kids into the world with like you know things that are happening you know on the news and stuff like that and daphne and cameron look at each other and they're like wow we don't we don't really watch the news so they live in this bubble where nothing bad happens and i guess if it happens it happens to them and that's basically it so um cameron doesn't understand why they don't really enjoy their money and stuff like that but harper's well i send money to my family to help them out and you know they that's what they do they they send money to help their families because that's what they're doing that's what they decide to do with their money they don't have to be selfish and all that stuff and cameron just doesn't understand harper has no idea how in the world ethan is even friends with cameron because from the moment she meets him he's just a jerk and that's just his personality daphne just seems like she's dumb she's not she's not dumb she just doesn't doesn't really care much it seems so that's their relationship um as i said in the beginning we meet the the father the grandpa and the son the dad's name is dominic the grandpa's name is bert and the son's name is albie the dad meets lucia first lucia and maya first who are prostitutes and we don't understand again why his wife and daughter didn't come on the trip they give you like little hints of why but as we get into the show we understand why they didn't come 
he's not on good terms with his wife she's not feeling him right now she's like over him because uh, they have a conversation and she's done so after all that is said and done he does meet these two women and we find out they're the prostitutes and you know they do what prostitutes do you know what i mean they have a good time and that's it want their money and that's done that's said and done then lucia meets albie who is so stupid because he doesn't understand i don't know he's just dumb he gets played very easily he's not like seasoned to this shit he's just fucking dumb he is thinking with his heart but he's also thinking with his dick because he meets this girl and the only reason he's honestly talking to lucy is because patricia tanya's assistant blew him off for somebody else because he was just too nice and she came on vacation because she needed a break and she also wanted to get you know get some from an italian man she didn't think that albie could fulfill that for her so she was like he's just way too nice so she found this other guy his name is jack and he is a part of a little gay club that his uh uncle quentin quote unquote uncle is a part of um so yeah jack and patricia have like a little relationship for for like a, a second a blink of the show it seems good great until changes start to happen valentina is the manager the way that she's acting with her employees i think it's rico rico and isabella isabella she definitely has a crush on her but she's not telling him because no one knows that she actually likes women so we're she's dealing with that by herself um and she cannot stand lucia and maya she can't stand them because she's like you know i do real work and girls like you come in here and do all this and do that and blah blah, blah. and this is this is place just for guests not for whatever you're doing and she knows what they're doing so when dominic which is the dad decides that you know i'm gonna let them come in here and i'm gonna i want them to have keys to the rooms and stuff like that you know he gets some keys and stuff like that and valentina is like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> so those are as far as their relationships go between everybody um and it doesn't it doesn't change much but that's as far as it goes oh wait and the piano player's name is giuseppe who has a blink of a relationship with maya because again maya wants to be a singer and lucia just wants to live her life she wants to be rich and that's it but again they all have dreams and that's what they're there for is to get their make their dreams come true that's what they're doing As the show opens up, we do see um, Daphne swimming in the ocean and all of a sudden a body hits her. And that's how the season starts is that we're trying to figure out who exactly is the cast member who dies. And I thought that it was maybe one of like, uh, I thought it was either Cameron or Ethan, honestly. And I was wrong. I was very wrong. Tanya and Greg, they are not on great terms. You know, Greg decides to leave. So when Greg is there, Tanya 
again, she brings Portia and Greg is not happy about that because he's like, you're on vacation. Why would you bring your assistant with you? And Tanya starts to act like a crazy ass. And every time she sees Portia, she's like, oh my God, didn't I tell you to get lost? Didn't I tell you to stay in your room? Didn't I tell you to do this? And Portia's like, but I have to eat. And she's like, oh my fucking God, like, are you kidding me? Where do you expect me to go? Where do you expect her to do? You expect her to like sit in the room for a week and be a hermit. And again, these people who are rich, they treat other people like they ain't shit. So even though they're paying good money, they basically pay to be dicks to people. Ethan and Harper are having problems in their marriage, but they're not really addressing it. And Ethan is like, he's just going with the flow while Harper is, she does what she wants to do. She wants to be in control at at all times. And Ethan just goes along with it and calls it a day. We then find out that Harper believes that Ethan is not attracted to her anymore. And Ethan's like, that's not true. Blah, blah, blah. He's just like, you know, I'm a morning sex kind of person and you're a night sex kind of person. And you just don't want to do that. And he like works out like every day, goes for a long ass run, like a fucking crackhead, goes for a run. And then he comes home, comes and does whatever he wants to do. So Harper's like, that's not true. And blah, blah, blah. Because they've had conversations with Cameron and Daphne. Daphne, they have like four kids. So Harper feels some type of way because she's like, you know, we, we should have kids, but they don't, they don't like their, their times are just not together. You know what I mean? They're just missing each other at every angle that they possibly can. So in that group, a friction starts because again, Harper does not like Cameron or Daphne. Then she's put into a position where her and Daphne are actually going to a different place and Daphne knows that this is gonna bother Cameron so she actually gets like um she rents out a villa there so they stay there overnight Harper finds out that sometimes you know about like Cameron's job and how Daphne has to deal with a lot of stuff that comes with the job and she says you know um she's like I'm so glad that Cameron has has Ethan as a friend because the guys that he works with at his job they're like basically they're dogs you know and they cheat on their wives they do all these kinds of things and Harper's like she's like does Cameron cheat on you she's just like and she gets into a story about how you know he she knows that he cheated on her maybe like once and she tells her you know but it's all about the money and everything else and she's like but I have like a really good trainer and I like basically saying you know she has a really good trainer and that Harper should get a trainer and now that I think about it I'm not sure if she meant um maybe like her kids or the reason that she's staying there or that she deals with this or if she had an actual trainer because I'm very confused but either way either way she did show a picture of her of her child so I feel like she's talking about her child but I mean you watch it for yourself and you tell me because I'm not too sure so then Harper's like freaking out the whole time they're at the villa. She's calling Ethan, calling him, calling him, calling him. And he's not answering. So she's like going through her mind. She's like, what the fuck's going on? What's going on? Oh my God. He's not answering the phone. Ah. Then after all that, when they get back to the villa, she's like immediately with the questions. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you not answering my phone calls? This and this and that. Ethan begins to tell her, you know, well... You know, we got a little drunk, this and that, and nothing happened. And that is when Harper decides, huh, 
Nothing happened. Okay, but she didn't answer your phone the whole time. She starts putting two and two together and starts thinking about what Daphne said. And, you know, is Ethan going to cheat on me too? Because obviously Cameron cheats on you. Um, and all that's happening. Um, Harper does come back and tells Ethan. Because she's basically being a gossip. Because she's, she's low-key happy that their relationship is not all rainbows and unicorns she's happy about that because they make it seem as if their relationship is just perfect and nothing goes wrong nothing ever happened to them so she's like happy when she finds out that they have like a little bit of normalcy in their relationship but then again she realizes that they're so fake she tells ethan ethan this and ethan's listening and he's just like so like are you happy about that and she's like no i'm just glad that i finally realized that they're fake okay and Ethan's just like, okay, whatever. And he has like this fucking banging headache because again, Cameron put him up to all this drinking and stuff. He didn't really want to do that. They meet up with um, Lucia and Maya, but Ethan doesn't really do anything. So he doesn't do anything. And Harper's like, okay, well, whatever happened, blah, blah, blah. He still tells her like nothing happened and this and that. Then she finds a condom wrapper in the couch. So from that on, she does not believe a word that he's saying because he, even though he did nothing, him telling her that like nothing happened, they just drank and that was it. As he continues to tell her like all these things that that, that did happen, he does eventually crack and tell her what exactly happened. Why is there a condom wrapper in the seat? And, you know, as he's doing that, She's mad at him this whole time, this whole time, just being more and more, just getting more and more built up, more mad. So then she realizes a way to get back to him, back at him. And they've been fighting. So then she uses Cameron. And because he tells Cameron to go and talk to her, tell her that nothing happened and that this and this and this. So they have a conversation, but they look like they're flirting and Ethan is not about it. Where's Daphne? Daphne's at the spa. She's having a great ass time at the spa. And after all that, they do what they do. She says she has to go upstairs to get her hat. So then they, they're like they're gone. And Ethan, he's up, he goes upstairs and the door's latched and locked. And he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why is the door locked? What was happening?" And then he and then he inspects the room, he looks around. And he's like, "Why the fuck is the door open?" Like because they are right their rooms are next to each other so they literally they connect so and in the beginning harper was like not happy about the rooms connecting to begin with so there was that but then he's like why is the door open and she's like i don't know like just being really really like fucking questionable so then you know the tables turn and again she didn't bring up the condom wrapper still he finds on his own because she still didn't bring it up so then we find out like Ethan starts to think, oh my God, she slept with him. So he starts to get like really angry and just looking at them just makes him so mad. Albie tries to be with Portia. Portia does not want to be with Albie because again, he seems like very soft and kind and too kind and she doesn't want that. She wants a roughneck. She wants Jack. And Jack actually has a relationship with his uncle. 
yes he has a relationship with his uncle i'm not really too sure if that's actually his uncle i don't think that it is but tanya catches them in an act they had no idea she even saw it but yeah that was uh that was something valentina has a relationship with maya because it's her birthday and then she realizes that isabella and rico are actually engaged and that you know isabella doesn't go the way that she goes so that's very sad for her and she once she realized that she cancels her birthday plans and she just drinks and maya convinces her to you know get a room or whatever when they do what they do between harper and ethan that itself they were they were great until they went on there and of course they had cracks because every relationship has cracks in it but they were they were not ready i was not ready at all tanya meets the the gay group um and clinton is ahead of it which is supposedly jack's uncle they are trying to basically suck her in wrap her in to show her like you know the good life he asked her tell me all about it and she starts from like when she was born <laughs> and he's like oh from the very beginning and because tanya like i said she's dumb but she's not that dumb so she has a party with them at their villa their big ass house and stuff there's a lot of drugs involved there's coke there's weed there's like uh ecstasy all this stuff is happening and she went into this room and she's looking at the pictures and she sees a picture of who she thinks is greg then she starts to think oh my god why would they have a picture of greg like that looks just like him why would that why would that be happening so she you know thinks 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 it over and she's like i don't really know why why that would be like why is that happening she comes to and they're like okay well we, we're gonna go back to the island because they left the island she's like we're gonna go back to the island and she realizes that there was a plan for her not to make it back to the island so that greg could get all of her money because if tanya dies he gets all her money because he is her next of kin even though there's a prenup so she she is like oh my god like oh like she gets all this in her head um because after she talked to porsche on the phone because porsche called her and she's like yeah jack was saying all kinds of crazy stuff last night when he was drunk and all this stuff and she's like i just wanted to check on you and then jack finds Por and porsche takes the phone and is like are you fucking kidding me because she's like i think you took my phone and he's like no i didn't so tiny's on a boat with all of them she like waits for the guy who she met to come onto the boat and he has a bag so she grabs the bag and goes to the, the back room um looks through it finds all this stuff again that seems like they're gonna kill her so she takes out the gun they're like you need help you need help she comes out eyes literally like closed and shoots all of them except for one oh two shoots all of them and then continues on like shooting them now after she does that instead of being normal and going to the bottom deck and then getting onto the lifeboat and leaving she decides that she is 007 and jumps off bangs her head and kills herself 
So the, even though it wasn't accomplished or that they wanted it to be accomplished, um, it was accomplished. And honestly, I don't think that they were actually going to kill her. I think what was going to happen is that they were going to hold her for ransom. And then Greg, they were going to, she was going to get Greg to get the money to them. And then it was going to come back to him eventually. I don't think they were going to kill her. But whether that be the case or not, she died. And that was the end of the show end of the second season i'm so upset because i love tanya on that show like it was amazing and then after that they all go like their separate ways they get on a plane and portia and albie actually end up exchanging numbers because now they are you know they're fine lucia played she literally played albie uh portia realized that jack is crazy and he's also gay um or bisexual cameron and daphne their relationship is still the same, you know, they're still being fake. Ethan and Harper are better. Um, at one point, Ethan does say to Daphne that he thinks that they, that Cameron and Harper did something. So then Daphne's like, you know, I want to go see over here, like this island over here. She's like, you want to come with me? We have no idea as like the watcher. We have no idea what happened, but we speculate that they definitely had sex. There's no way that they didn't. They definitely had sex because they came back and they were like all fine with their couples and Ethan was fine. So now I'm wondering like in the next season, is Daphne and Ethan going to be doing this on a regular or is there going to be a whole new cast? Or is it because again, Tanya was a recurring cast, her and Greg, and now they're not going to be there. Well, I don't know about Greg, but Tanya's not going to be there. So who the hell is going to be there? It, it was a good ending. But, because basically it just said like, why don't you just go with your gut choice? Stop following your wants and go with what you your needs and what you're not used to, what you're not familiar with. Well, that's this week's episode of Locked in Binging. Don't forget the new episodes come out on Thursdays. Thanks for listening.